edition of the Copcast podcast on the night that Liverpool go top for Christmas. Um, I have Dave Cairn out in Brazil to talk through with me. How are you, Dave? Very hungover, but I'm here, Dave. I'm, I'm quite happy. As I say four points ahead, not one point ahead, four points ahead. Sounds lovely, doesn't it? It does. It sounds, um, it sounds very, very pleasant. Um, just what I asked Santa for, so I'm happy enough. We also have Umar Naz in London. Umara, are you feeling as happy and Christmassy and festive as we are? Uh, I don't think Dave's very festive and Christmassy. That's as festive as Dave I'm, gets, I think, I'm, to be Christmas honest. number one. Well, it's not really yeah, Christmas, Christmas here. One, it's, fucking, it's, it's shit, like, I'd rather be home. Well, just because it's 35 degrees, it's yeah, still December the 25th. <laughs> Getting a yes. hot Christmas, have a barbecue or whatever you do over there. Barbecue fish or something you can have, David. It'll be lovely. And oh. anyway, uh, anyway, Liverpool. Your, <laughs> yes, enough of your trials and tribulations of having to live in 35 degrees heat. It must be absolutely grim for you. But mm. yes, anyway, on to the league leaders. Away to Wolverhampton Wanderers tonight. A team that had found some form recently. Three wins on the bounce. They've taken points from City, Arsenal. Manchester United and Chelsea only recently. So a potential banana skin avoided. How do you think we got on? Well, I thought we did really well tonight, Dave. I thought they I thought they were pretty good. You know, they like the threatened this plenty, they plenty of chances. Um probably they probably offered offered up more chances from us than most teams in the league this year. You, you know, we're we're just slowly but surely we're just grinding them into the ground and with every team we just grind them into the ground until they give up the goal and you know Salah tonight for that one just just pure instinct um Fabinho uh awesome uh lovely interchange between him and Manny to get to the line get the ball across uh redeem himself for his bit of an error in the first couple of minutes but he, he was another one tonight uh very very good um Dave it's like this we're four points ahead of City and, uh, you know, it's like we played Wolves tonight, but it's almost like we're fucking playing City every week. You know what I mean? The results. Um, and, and, you know, like City, as you say, got a point there. We got the three. So, you know, in that exchange of fixtures, we're, we're, we're two up nearly, <laughs> if you want to do it. Uh, or you want to think about it like that. And, you know, you said in the last pod, and I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. You know, who, who is going to beat us? And, you know... With every game now, I'm starting to subscribe to your train of thought, Dave. Like, who the hell is going to beat us? We look exceptionally good. Um, and when, and when they do get through and when the team do get through us, if they get past Van Dyke, you've got Allison to beat. And, you know, we just look so, we look so solid. It's, it's the turnaround. You know, just watching, you know, set off pod there, you know, watching that Jared documentary over the last couple of days there. And, you know, you look back on that and it was, you know, the 13-14 season, that team and whatnot. They wouldn't, they wouldn't last a minute with these boys. They, 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 we are, this is the best team we've had. This is the team Stephen Jarrett, I think, wanted for Liverpool. And, you know, he was, the, and, and probably he's the one player we could actually fit from that team into it. Um, but no, no complaints, Dave. It, it, it's awesome. I am just really, really enjoying the ride of this now. And, you know, coming into Christmas, three, four games in real quick fire succession. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, I think this is the, I think, never mind, Stephen Gerrard, this is the Liverpool team I think we all dreamed of. We, you're right, we we ground them down. We got the early goal. We made them have to come out. They caused us problems with their, 
with their big switch and they do really stretch the play and they do really open you up and make you work hard. Oh, no, they were a good team tonight, Dave. That, that was not just a routine win. We worked for it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the first time I've actually I've actually watched an, a 90-minute game of theirs, but they really do move the ball about um, really quickly. Um, and the big switch, uh, 40, 50 yards, just, just opens up the entire pitch for them. Um, and and they get runners in behind and and they 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 work the they work the fullbacks and they they push your wingers back. So um, I can understand how they've got their points um, from the big sides this year because they will cause problems and they'll continue to do so. But that's another away win. Our away form is the best in the division. We've dropped four points away from home against Chelsea and Arsenal, and I think with that comes the clean sheets which have enabled us to do it um, and if we are conceding goals it's only ever won this year so far so Amara Van Dijk big contribution at both ends of the pitch tonight so what's left to say about him I just tweeted I think he just shits gold bars as well <laughs> I don't know to anything someone put a tweet out saying I think even if he took a shit in bed his sheets would still be clean so <laughs> there's nothing much more left to be said about him really is there um I just think that it was they just had it after the game that we've conceded only seven goals and that's the best ever I think tied with Chelsea so I mean just considering where we were a year maybe not a year but 18 months ago where we just couldn't keep clean sheets for anything we were giving up leads like anyone's business it was it's just a complete 180 and it's a lot to do with obviously first and firstly Van Dijk and now like Dave said Alisson as well now so even if you know this something does go a little bit wrong you know you've got those two there I mean how many how, how many times can you say that Lovren has had a dodgy game and kept a clean sheet I mean he wasn't very good today but still managed to come out of there with a clean sheet so it's just that side of it I think that is what's winning us games at the moment that is all these one nils, two nils. I was at one nil. I was thinking it would be a miracle if we kept a clean sheet here. That's how good Wolves were. And the first half, I thought we were really sloppy, just passing the ball around quite badly. Actually, um, there were a couple of scary moments, but you know, we we managed to to keep it keep it out. But um, and then the second half, we improved a bit. So we we just, but still, even though we didn't play well, we we managed the game really well. That's the most important thing that we've been doing. Even though we haven't been playing good football and we might have had, um, you know, passing might not be great or finishing might not be great. We're still managing to grind, like you guys said, grind these games out. And God, that's got to piss City off, isn't it? (laughs) That we keep doing it every week now. It's not just something that we do every other week or every second or third week. We're doing it pretty much every week. It's becoming quite surreal it's strange I've never felt this way like as a Liverpool fan before um and yeah people are talking about talking about this team being the best team in 30 years so it's just and it's it's still insane that we're talking about us having this record points total and still we're only a couple of points ahead of City and we're still looking over our shoulder any other year we'd be five six seven eight nine maybe even more points clear so it just goes to show what the level that City have, have brought within the league and then how we've matched them this season. I think it's just brilliant. I just, there's. Well, do you not, do you not feel, you know, what you're talking about there? You, you know, you're, we're matching them, but it's, we're not just matching them anymore. We're, we're, we're now setting the pace. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's changed. You know, I think a lot of the pundits, a lot of the newspapers were very, very cautious about us. 
you, you know, given the fact that we, we fuck it up constantly, but this is a different team. And, and I think that's what, what you've said there is completely right, is this is a different team. This is a team with a mentality. You know, you look at the debacle mm. going on there at United, and then you look at us and how, how you know, we, we spoke about in the last part, we're united, we're totally and utterly in union with each other. Doesn't matter who comes off, even Lallana came on tonight. You know, didn't, not fantastic, but looked all right. But what I want to mention, you know, we, we listened to Klopp uh, before Dave came on there, um, talking about, I don't know whether you picked it up, Dave, but he's talking about we could need 105 points to win this league. Now, he's sitting at Christmas talking about 105 points needed to win the league. There's no doubt in my mind that he is not contemplating losing another game this season. Well, yeah, you're right in what you said earlier on, Dave. Where it, as each round of games comes, it's almost like a penalty shootout now between us and City. Where if you lose or if you We're drop We're playing points, them without playing them, Dave. That's the thing. We're yeah, playing yeah. them without playing them. Exactly. Um, but... Yeah, I said I said at the start of the year that you could get 100 points and not win the league. And at the rate these two teams are going, someone's going to break 100 points and not win the league. Now, that's not to say that this pace will be kept up all year, but, you know, there's no European football now to March. Um, Liverpool are out of the League Cup. I know City have two games to cover there against Burton, so I can't imagine that they'll expend too much energy um, in, in those two matches. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's getting to the point where you have to say that the manager has obviously been planning for this. He's obviously been planning for a 100-point-plus season um, because at the end of the day, that's what City set last year. and They didn't do it by accident. Um, so we'll wait and we'll see. But if we keep on picking up results the way we are, then... Who knows where this team can go? I think it's the consistency of it, the way that we're doing it every week. Like I said, it's just you're kind of waiting for something to, not in a negative way, but you're just thinking, okay, we're going to concede a few goals or you know, we might lose a game or we might draw a game. But it's, just, it's just not happening. It's, it's weird. <laughs> I can't explain it. I don't know if you guys can articulate it better than I can. It's just not a position we're used to. I think what you've had, Ooms, is you've you've had a team over the last two or three years that have experienced losing control of matches and they've experienced setbacks and, and something we, we always see with, with Klopp's teams is when they get a good hiding, um, they always seem to bounce back immediately. Um, you know, Spurs last year is a, a great example. Champions League finals another example. Um so the mentality of this team has grown with each setback and each disappointment and each difficult time that they've had. So I feel they've learned from that and I feel that experience now is enabling them to cope under this pressure um, because they've been there before and they know what it's like. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. It's just this experience, isn't it? And, you know, building that up over, over a period of time and just being able to cope with that pressure, whereas we weren't before, we we would crumble if we conceded one. That you know we would likely to concede a couple more. That was how it was a couple of you know. Like I said, well, eight, is, eight, is the mental fragility about going a year ago? Is when our defensive. You've got to say that, haven't you? And no, you know, you've added you, a couple thinking, of characters. Where, I'm, I'm thinking. Got, I'm, I'm thinking more about from our, our, us as fans. You know, we always used to oh, dread. Okay. I don't dread games anymore. It's like bring I them don't on. Know you know, it's a, we're, we're always mentally fragile, aren't we? I don't think that. that yeah, but changes, that's. A, but, but that's. Um, I mean, I. I don't feel. I just look. For, I, I look at the games coming up. And we've got to go to City. We're playing Arsenal. We've got Rafa, and, and it's just like bring them on. It's there's no fear in them. It's bring them on, and that's. I haven't been like that in years. I think because you know, because obviously as we're. Uh, 
doing this consistently week in, week out. We're building up that fear factor, aren't we? I mean, now this is what City had last last season. Um, but, you know, maybe this season it's a little bit different for them, whereas now it's us and people maybe don't know how to cope with it yet. Whereas maybe with City, you can argue that people or some teams might might know how to, to, to play against them. Whether or not they can actually do it is a different matter, but you kind of know. But with us, it's a little bit different because it's new um, and no one was expecting this from us at all. I don't even know if, if Klopix was expecting it to be this good. Yeah, but that's a really good point, Demara, because we, we now have, you know, we, we started the season uh, and everybody expected us to, to go 4-3-3. And then this new uh, 4-2-3-1 formation comes out and, and people weren't ready for this. And people will, people, managers and clubs and teams will have planned for us in the 4-3-3 and, and they still haven't quite worked this out. But I think what it does is it adds another string to our bow. And I think we've also seen like a 4-2-2-2 this season as well. So, But even the 4-3-3, three, 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 Dave, has been a different 4-3-3 three, three than what we saw last season, a different style of play with it. It has. And you've also seen, you know, Salah through the middle and, and Firmino, you know, possibly left or right. And I think we saw weird variation of that in the second half today where it was, it was more so Mane and, and Firmino right and left, respectively, of Salah through the middle and doing a lot to track the fullbacks. Um, but I suppose that brings us nicely on to, you know, we, we were able to manage the game well um, in that shape. And I think, to be honest, Wolves had some chances, but the majority of them were all of our own making. Yeah. Um, but during open play, um, they find it very difficult to break us down off their own accord. And we saw the two guys sitting in front of the back four, um, Henderson and Fabinho. Um, and he called, it a, he called it a double six tonight, Dave. Yeah, yeah. And it, it kind of proves the point where you've got a, a long-standing player in there with, with, a, with a, a new recruit who's now starting to bet in. And this team has, has grown organically rather than having wholesale changes. And we've, it's, been, it's been serious, steady progress to this point. Um, and it's, it's very obvious for everybody to see how we got here, but how do you think those two complemented each other in the middle of the park today, Dave? No, I thought they were very good, to be honest with you, Dave, um, and you know that I'm not what you would class as a, as a big Henderson fan, but I thought he did all right tonight. Um, certainly his passing looked an awful lot more crisp than usual. Um, and, and you know, it was a lot more positive as well. Absolutely, we absolutely. there I, I, were no that, sideways and backwards passes. I don't know if that was because Fabinho was with uh, him. That, yeah. I think that's what that, what it was. It's the security of having an operator as good as Fabinho mm. beside him allows him a little bit more freedom. Allows him, you know, that that, that maybe that extra second that he that he maybe wouldn't have if he was standing by himself. And I think it made a difference. Um, and it's maybe something that we're going to see employed, Dave. Certainly over the Christmas period. You know, we we saw it. You know, with Lallana, with Klein coming on there, the couple of substitutions. You know, he he knows that this is going to be a a, a key period, and he's going to eke every minute he possibly can from available squad members. And you know, it, it, you know, you talked about the planning and everything, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is something he planned for as well. Um, you know, this 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 double six away from home, uh, and 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 I just, like let's be honest, would any one of us not like to see it again? It was completely effective. It did the job. At the end of the day. All we need from these games is three points, three points. You know, if if, we're, if they're going off their arse, I couldn't care less as long as the three points come. And and again, we're causing, Dave said it, we're causing managers to think differently 
because we're not just c- going to come out and bombard you. We're an awful... And, and, and this thing as well, you know, like that Van Dyke goal tonight, that's been coming for the, like the last four or five games. Um, there's been a goal on Van Dyke. And, and I've got a feeling it'll not be the last one we'll see, in, in, maybe even over Christmas, because he's finding himself in more advanced positions, in very, very yeah. good positions as well. As I say, I think when, when we find Gomez back and, and, and you know, that, that back four, back to normal again, and the real solidity, you know, like there's, there's issues with Lovren there still as well for me. It's, uh, I'm still fragile over him. Uh, sorry, Ohms. But, uh, you no, know, no, he was he wasn't very good today. No. no, he was a bit shaky. No, yeah, and that's what I mean. It's it's he you, has these moments when, yeah. when you see a team that's just brimming with confidence and that gimp stand in the middle of it all. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, there's no need for name calling. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with his confidence, Dave. No, um, no. But, well, look, I, I watched the things during the week, Dave, and and you know it's hard to argue with. You know, the the, the guy played in the World Cup final with with a guy who's not very good beside him and got there. Uh, with a guy who's not very good beside him. So Dejan Hovard's maybe not the, the, as bad a player as we make him out to be. It's just in the company he keeps of our back four, he doesn't really look as assured as the rest. I think that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, I think... Um, he, to be fair, he, he's had a stop-start season. To you know, Back in the last season, he was good. That's because he keeps yeah. injuring himself in jet skis. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> that's the different matter on how sensitive he is. But he's not really had a, a, a long, a good, proper run. But... You know, we really need him to step up now and stop this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're we're looking we're looking at a, a World Cup final playing centre half, who's our third potentially fourth choice centre back at the moment. So I don't think we're in bad shape in that department. Um, no. And the squad rotation will continue, no doubt, over the next few weeks. But the beauty of it, Dave, we don't care. We don't care because yeah. everybody coming in is quality. Everybody fits the system. You know, I think this is this is maybe even going back to Brendan's time when the subs came on. Oh fuck, we're weakened. We're not weakened anymore. This is a championship side we're looking at. They have quality off the bench, every department. It doesn't matter who goes down. We've got a replacement now, and we haven't been like that again in years. You're you're absolutely right. The, the strength and depth is most certainly there, and we can afford this rotation. And again, you know, you've Nathaniel Klein, who was practically written off as a scrap earlier on in the season, who, don't forget, a few years ago was, you know... England's right back. Well, there was an argument there. He was frozen in a cryogenic chamber. (laughs) Yeah, there was an argument there whether it was Kyle Walker or or Nathaniel Klein were England's number one right back. So, you know, regardless of what you say or your opinion on the player, you've pulled pulled an international fullback from nowhere there. um, And he's been able to slot in Milner again, another good game tonight. Um... And I suppose that brings us to De Salah. Ooms absolutely everywhere. Scores one, creates another. Um, his movement, his energy, his work great. Absolutely phenomenal all night. I'm smiling. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's getting back to his best, isn't he? I think he had a slowish kind of start. I mean, that's silly to say, really, um, considering I think he's matched his goals already for this time last year, I believe. But... Um, you know, it was just we were so used to him just banging in goals um, left, right, and centre that the the start did seem a bit slow. And yeah, his passing was really poor at the beginning of the season. I remember him losing the ball a lot. It just he just looked a little bit short of confidence. But it's it's all coming back now, and he's he's one of our best players again, and you know peaking at the right time. I'd, I'd say because. You know, this run of fixtures next few, it would be amazing to go into 
the City game unbeaten still, you know. You mean it would be amazing? We will go in. We will go in. Yes, I hope so. (laughs) Uh, I'm always a little bit more cautious than you. Um, I'm sure we will, but you, it's it's a brilliant time to be peaking. And obviously you've got all these back-to-back fixtures coming up. January is pretty busy as well. Um, And then the Champions League knockout stages start. So it's just he's... Why did we ever doubt him, really, to be honest? I didn't ever doubt him. I did think he was pretty... um, He was a little bit off at the beginning, but, you know, that's fine. There could have been lots of reasons for that. But, you know, World Cup, etc., the terrible summer that he had, I suppose, after the Champions League final, and then his World Cup wasn't great either. So there could be a number of reasons for that. But, you know, it's all forgotten now. He's, He's scoring goals, which is what we want from him. He's creating goals. He's a nuisance. He's... He's everywhere at the minute, so yeah, we just need um, Firmino and Firmino to to catch up now. Although I know that some people say uh. he's brilliant off the ball and everything like that, but he was he's a little bit sloppy today as well. He's been a bit sloppy recently, but he does do things as well, which is the strange part. So he's kind of you're not really sure what he's. Um, he is he's the new. You at. talked about Salah being a nuisance. Firmino is the nuisance. He is yeah, just a complete I, I don't think it's just not as noticeable, maybe. You, sometimes you think, hmm, what's he doing? But then you kind of have to, you, you do you do realise it maybe later on, maybe you will watch the game back or a little bit and you see that he is making those, creating the spaces and, and um, making passes and things like that. It's just just a little, a little bit sloppy with possession a bit. With hindsight there as well, Ooms, you know what I mean? Mm. We, we sort of looked at it and, and, and geez, we talked about it often enough about, you know, we felt that the season was a slow starter. And, and what we've talked about in this pod, I think, just brings great relevance to it because, you know, if you look at it, these players were coming back in stages from the World Cup um, and quite clearly, as we've seen now, into a new system where he was going to give coaches, opposing coaches, a, a different headache. And and there's been an adjustment there. There's been an adjustment in the way we play. It's 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 the same, but it's different. If you know what I mean. And and it's just taking time for I think you know the new additions to get into it. The the, the guys coming back in stages from the World Cup to actually get this new way of playing. As Dave said, we're, we're throwing in new formations. There's lots of different little bits and pieces and tweaks going on. And it's just taking us that amount of time. I think from after Christmas we kick on. I think we're going to be fucking scary after Christmas. That's that's honest. Before. Christmas, we're top of the league, we've dropped six points, we're absolutely on the march. Next up's Newcastle. Um, they found a bit of form recently. Their away form is curiously better than their, their home form. Um, I'll be hoping for a game or for a win from them against Fulham tomorrow, I believe. Um, because as we all know, Rafa likes to target games, and he'll certainly have targeted this game um, coming up. Um, but against us, what do you expect to see, Dave? It's significant. Kaida was off the boil, had a difficult game, went off injured. Um, Fabinho's now played, you know, a few successive matches, and, and the front three have have been, not been out of the side recently. So, do you feel that we'll see significant rotation for this game? I do actually, Dave. Um, you know, if you, if you if you pin me to a score right now, I'd go one nil. I don't want to beat Rafa up too bad. Definitely not. Um, but you know, look, the squad's there, and I think you're you're looking at a Shakiri start. Definitely, um, I think he's the type of player made for that game. 
what, what you know, you're talking about rotations and whatnot. There's one that, that that's and yeah, I don't, I don't see because he's indispensable as Van Dyke. But at some point, you know, we can't leave it to February to give this guy a break. He's gonna, you know, his positioning is wonderful. It means he doesn't have to cover the same amount of ground or do the same amount of running as the average centre half has to because of his intelligence. But at some point, Dave, you, you, you know, we are looking at maybe a 70, 80 game season coming in here. And, you know, he can't play all of them. And, and, and at this moment in time, I'm quite nervous at the thought of him not being there. That's, that's the, that's the only rotation I worry about at the minute. But I, as I say, I've no, I've no problem. I, th- I think Henderson should probably start against Newcastle as well. Um, although it might be too soon for him, two games in that quick succession, you know, with that, that, that injury, he sort of still carries. Um, you know, something about one game a week for him should be should be the most. But I wouldn't I wouldn't have any complaints if he started it. But it's nice as well that you know he he you know he brought one Aldam on there tonight. Um, you know he he's making sure that these guys, even though they're not playing, they're getting 10, 15 minutes here and there just to, just to get a run out, keep them keep their eye in. Ah, it's it's just all good. But as I say, I just worry about Van Dyke. I would like to see I would love to see him get a rest. But before before he's suspended in February. But I'm fearful of that, if you know what I mean. That's that's the only fear that I have this season. Dave, I'm going to be honest. I don't think Van Dyke misses a game this season unless he absolutely has to. No, I, I would agree with you on that. But but what I'm worried about is burning the guy out. That you know we get down to a sharp end, move a Champions League quarterfinal, semi-final, final, and the guy's out in his feet because he's played 80 games, and while all the rest of them have been rotated around him. That that may that may end up being the case, but at the same time, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there is enough data that, that these guys analyze and know as to whether he can whether he can do the ninety or not. Um, I'm sure he's not doing as much running around as. His position of intelligence means that he doesn't cover the ground the same way as as an average centre half. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Interesting to see stats there as well compared to the other. Might have to find that out. He's running and stuff. The other thing is, do we take the FA? How seriously do we take the FA Cup? How how serious do you think they're going to take the FA Cup? Because that's 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 looming on the horizon here as well in the next couple of weeks. If we beat City, I'd bin it. I would bin it. (laughs) Really, uh, I think yeah, it's I'd a good point, Imara. It's a good point. I think, I think that's maybe something we assess at the time, as opposed mm. to now. Um, no, we, we, have, totally we have wolves at home, don't we? We could make changes. Yeah. No, we have wolves away. Fuck what you see. What then, away, like, you yeah. see? There's a trophy that they'll want to win, Dave. That's that's the issue. And if we go, oh, with I the, Dave, do you know what? I don't know because uh, you know, you, you look at look at Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth during the week um, against who were they playing? Someone dreadful, and they rotated all kinds of players. The same as Leicester. Leicester rotated all kinds of players. Oh, but that was the uh, League I, Cup, Dave. This is the FA Cup. A little bit more stature. Well, it might be more stature, but those those matches were to get a semi-final place. That would put you in the semi-final. So, and do you know, do you, do you know, how, do you know how much you get for winning the League Cup? And this this will tell this will tell you everything you need to know. One point eight million. Is it half a million? Oh, one point million. One point for a Premier League club that is just chicken feed. You, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. something. It's not something you put your Premier League survival or a Premier League. That, that's a Premier League place can be more money than that, Dave. So I understand that. Yeah, but for, as far as those clubs are concerned, the FA Cup isn't much more. There's not much more for the FA Cup, and I have a feeling that Wolves. Wolves will fancy themselves to push towards potential European football this year via the league and to cement themselves, absolutely cement themselves as a top eight team. 
So well, I, I wouldn't have I any problem with you know what he did in the league. I know we went out to Chelsea and whatnot, but you know Mings needs a game. You, you know <laughs> as bad as that sounds, but you know what I mean. He sat on the bench there. You got you got to got to get them involved at some point. Um, you know the Morenos of this world just to give Robertson a break as well because the the ground that that kid's covering. Um, is is immense. Yeah, you know, we talk we talk about lot. Van Dyke's uh, positioning, but fucking Andy Robertson. Like when you get Jose Mourinho paying him a compliment, you know that tells you all you need to know about Andy Robertson and the, and the ground that he's covering. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think we do use it as an opportunity to rest players. Um, that does not mean to say that we we sack it off completely. Um, that that will say they they don't rotate very much, and they will have to use that game as an opportunity to rotate um, it's pretty much the same the same 11, 12, it's the same 14 every week so I can imagine that'll be two two threadbare sides that are thrown out there and I guess you just see what happens and, and you take it and you know again Dave you know you could draw you could draw City in the next round and you just go no Um or you could draw Shrewsbury at home and you go, happy days, right? We'll, we'll make sure we get through this because we want to keep the momentum. We don't want the embarrassment of this. Um, and realistically, it should be a pretty much a stroll in the park. And then all of a sudden you're through to the fifth round. So it's one of those where I think we're going to have to suck it and see, but you're right as well. We've got, we've got bigger fish to fry. So Imara, um, Newcastle coming up. City will undoubtedly be one point behind us because they play Crystal know. Palace this weekend. Yeah. Crystal you, you Palace. You never know, Roy Hodgson might pull off a, a tactical masterclass against City. Because I think Roy, a... Hodgson's, Roy Hodgson's more likely to pull off his suit than pull off a tactical masterclass. Please, we're squeamish. We're squeamish. Make sure it's not on national television. Uh-huh. Um, Dave's so... still sick from his hangover. Don't. He might throw yeah. up. So, I, so, I was um, sick a little bit in my mouth there at the thought of that. <laughs> well, you'll probably be sick a little bit in your mouth when you see the score from that match too, because I think the last six games have uh, a goal difference of plus 27 for Manchester City, um, and that's 27 goals scored and none conceded. Yeah, but but they're they're so, going into this game to have four points behind us. This is new. This is this is new territory for them, and I'm not I'm not for suggesting for one second they don't get three points. But it's just a different. It's a different set of circumstances they find themselves in. It's not one point anymore. It's, it's four. Talking it, it of goal difference, our goal That's, difference is creeping up as well. That, that, that all, but forget about They've that. They've got we plus need... thirty eight, and now ours is plus thirty two. It's not yeah. that mm-hmm. bad. Really. Let's see what there's after the weekend goals. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and let's be, let's be honest. Salah's got I, I, another hat trick or two down in this season. I believe in Roy. I think you know. I think he'll get something. <laughs> Good old Uncle Roy. <laughs> your your positivity knows absolutely no bounds, Imara. That, that comment uh, was sponsored by Werther's Originals. I don't know if positivity is the right word, but <laughs> naivety maybe. Um, maybe maybe. <laughs> so listen, I am I am I am. Let's just speak hypothetically then that Manchester City do, in fact, as unlikely as it may seem, be victorious over Crystal Palace. What do you foresee against Newcastle? For us? What do you, what, um, yeah. what we will what do shape, against them? Yeah, what will we do? What shape will you see? Who do you expect to come in? I don't know Bear about shape, mind. but 
it's it's Arsenal coming up afterwards, which I think is something which will certainly have some bearing on the team selection for this game. Yeah, I think he's, he will make changes, as Dave said. Uh, I think Trent, I think he'll come back because I, he did say in the last press conference that he's very close. He might not make Wolves, but I think we'll see him back and then he'll be nicely kind of ready for those two next games as well. I reckon he'll probably change a couple of... Because we're quite good at, in, in midfield. We've got a few changes we can make. You might possibly even see Sturridge starting. I'm not sure. I think he'll make a few changes, to be honest, but... And it's because it's at home as well, son. You know, we are we are very good at home. Um, so yeah, I think we will see some changes. I think that's inevitable with the, the two fixtures coming up after that. We're going to have to, because probably those two, we're going to have to go full strength. Um, obviously, that that's just the way that that has to be. So yeah, the changes against Newcastle, yeah, full strength, uh, Arsenal and City, and then going from there. Okay, so we're on the march. We're topping Christmas. Newcastle next. Let's see if Manchester City can overcome their nerves and jitters against Roy Hodgson's mighty Crystal Palace. We'll see you after Newcastle. <laughs> 